world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my partner in truth and my partner in everything here, Coffee Andrea. And we bring you the news and events every single morning here, Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern on the Red Pill Project to get us going into our days with a little bit of information on what the heck is going on in this in these these how do i describe these times weird weird yeah it's good weird times yeah i I don't even know anymore dystopian (laughs) (laughs) dystopian times 1984 yeah it's uh november 29th 1984 today almost into december i found out uh here at sea level on the west coast we might be getting snow in a few days Oh, <laughs> we've already had that multiple times. In fact, I still have snow outside. Oh my gosh. So we'll be joining the snow club. Hopefully it's not a lot. I, I'm not a big fan, but... I'm, I'm not either, but I don't really have a choice, so... No, Mon- <laughs> Montana does not care. Mother Nature does not care. <laughs> Let's just say that. So we'll get through it, but holy smokes. You know, it's during times like these where I really wish global warming was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. I mean, it's good for the right. region. That's what I tell myself. It's good for the region. It's good for the water when summer comes. Yeah, I know. Every time I see it snow and I have to go out of it and I cuss it, 
And then I remember, oh yeah, in the spring it'll melt and it'll be water and then we won't have a drought. And But it still sucks because... It does. It really does. It's like 28 degrees here today. It's not warm 28. at all. Oh, that's our high. That's So warm. we haven't reached that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. It's probably more like 15 outs. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. We'll probably barely dip into the 20s. And, I take uh, it back. It's not 15 out. It's 10 degrees right now. That's nuts. According to my computer. <laughs> But, you know, it used to not snow here that much. So, you know, the climate is kind of fucked up, I think. Yeah. Probably from uh, not because cows are farting or because uh, people take long showers or, um, you know, these people bullshit. Farm. Yeah, these beach bullshit climate change narratives that they put out there. But I think it's because of... A larger, grander conspiracy of weather modification globally and nonsense. That's just my. That's well. Just if you I take the, the weather modification part out of it, the climate yeah. does change naturally. It goes on yeah. a cycle. The Earth is on a cycle, and there's different cycles. Um, sorry, if there's noise in my background. All good. Yeah, climate is the change of weather over time, anyway. Hello. So yeah. things don't stay steady. Like Egypt was a forest at one time. Yeah. Montana used to be tropical. Mm hmm. You know, even it's like it's amazing just over a few decades how much land can change. Yeah. And uh, I was working on a property down the street that was just like 25 foot bushes, thick trees all the way through this property. And the guy who lives next door, him and his wife owned the property since they owned the property next door since 1970 something. And mm -hmm. he was like, this property uh, that I was on next door, he's like, this used to just be a grass field. And he pulled out pictures and he's like, look, we had our baseball diamond on there. This is me and my daughter. And we used to always play there. And now it's just like essentially like a little thick forest. And that was just since the 70s it became this forest, maybe the eighties or even nineties. It doesn't take yeah. long where before that it was a grass field. So it's well, like, it's pretty amazing. I, it is. And you know, rivers and creeks can change course. I grew up next to a Creek and um, I'm sure it changed some while I lived there, but going back to that place as an adult um, and not having, you know, a big years, lots of years of a gap in there. Mm -hmm. It, you can really see the difference and change in the topography and in the environment and stuff. And it was a, crazy how much that creek had changed course. And it wasn't a big creek, you know. It was. Yeah, I think that's why now you have to be, if you're living on the bank of a river or a creek, you got to be like 100 feet away, at least here. <laughs> Whereas people yeah, used to just build right on. Sometimes you want to be more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you want to be more for sure. You know, get off high ground. Well. Now that we discussed how bullshit climate change is, let's talk a little bit about the news. <laughs> Do it. Um, we'll start off with just one story in the realm of money. The U.S. is giving more than $53 million to support acquisition of critical electricity grid equipment for Ukraine. This aid is in addition to the $55 million in emergency energy sector support for generators and other equipment, which we talked about last week. So is this the weekly thing? Fifty million, fifty million, fifty million? I mean Oh yeah. There's just this there's is the perpetual war to keep laundering money, just like the, the wars in the Middle East were. Yep. 
and it isn't going to do any good because you know ukraine or russia is just going to bomb anything that gets rebuilt anyway because they're that's their mission works. Yeah, yeah that's their mission they even said it out loud they're like this is what we're doing everybody mm-hmm. wow yeah. um crazy absolutely insane they can't keep their damn lights on which is why they're sending support for their energy infrastructure because russia is just targeting their uh grid going into winter hello most of the people in ukraine don't have freaking electricity and they're not expecting it anytime soon honestly either it says that they're already you know preparing for and we're not hearing from them there's life they're not charging their phones they're not getting online they're just living in this darkness just at at the mercy of their crazy tyrannical hollywood government can i call it a hollywood government fake i think so okay. i mean <laughs> we all know Zelensky's background so why not right yeah geez i uh really hope things turn around here man because they're getting worse and worse i'll be honest and i woke up today and i was like <sighs> Honestly, I was, but uh, strapped my boots on, pulled it together, and got my ass to the studio, and here we are. But seriously, this is uh, just escalating, 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 and getting worse and worse and worse. But uh, let's move on and get into it, and uh, I'll prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. So now we have gender fluid. Biden's official, Sam Britton, is charged with stealing a woman's luggage. So this is one of the two transgenders oh. that are in the Biden administration. The gender fluid Biden official. Yeah. Yep. charged with stealing Biden. a woman's luggage. Oh, my God. Yep. So Sam Britton, the MIT grad who joined the Biden administration earlier this year as deputy assistant secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the U.S. Department of Energy, was charged with a felony last month for allegedly stealing a woman's luggage. This guy. The incident. Yep. That guy. Weirdo. Uh, the incident Sorry. allegedly occurred. That's the nicest that? thing that I can say about it. <laughs> What's that? I said that's the nicest thing I could say about what it. What did you say? Sorry, Weirdo. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Not everybody with I, a mustache is a pedophile, but every pedophile has a mustache. Right. Oh God. Oh, and you know, just, he could have at least put on a strapless uh, bra and like stuffed it with socks or something. Come on, at least make this shit believable. Right. Come on. This is like this right. Is P- pick your man. shit. This is like this can't be real. This is some South Park level shit coming out in reality. Yeah. Um, exactly. So he stole a navy blue Vera Bradley roller bag. And um, apparently the bag was worth like almost $2,400 oh and was full of luggage. So long story short, so he, he leaves the airport after ripping the name tag off of this bag. The woman reports it's stolen. The police look at the surveillance video, find him doing this, track him. Apparently when he came back to the airport to go back to Washington, D.C., yeah, they confront him about it. He says, no, I didn't steal it. And then mm-hmm. and they talk to him more and he's like, oh, well, maybe I took it mistakenly. But there was, you know, none of my clothes were in there. And of course, uh-huh. when he arrived originally, there was no he didn't check any bags in. So he uh-huh. shouldn't have even been at the baggage carousel to begin with. So oh he intentionally gosh. stole this thing. And then he then he comes back and says, well, no, I did take it. 
because I really wanted the bag, but I left all the clothing at the hotel. So they went to the hotel, checked there. There was no clothing there. And yeah. bottom line is he's a freaking thief. He's a thief and he's a scammer. And, and is he he's go a to criminal or like be held responsible. He's supposed to. So I guess his arraignment is on December 19th. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, his first court hearing is scheduled for December 19th. Um, and of course, prior to being part of the Biden administration, he taught conversion therapy and kink 101, where oh. he did the puppy play fetish. Oh, yeah. That. Where <laughs> people were wearing dog collars and dog masks. Oh, and he was, and they call him daddy. Yeah, and they're like, this totally isn't a sexual kink thing. We just like dressing up like dogs. Nothing to see here. <laughs> they're wearing leather. Yeah, stuff. I'm just like, like um, this is the level of depravity that exists within our government. Yeah. And the fact that somebody like this, you know, I, I don't care. You want to be a cross-dresser? You want to live an alternative? You go right ahead. I don't give sure. a shit. But keep it out of politics. Don't make this everybody's business. I'm just one of those that, you know, I was at this discussion with my family last night. I'm like, I don't go around advertising to every person I meet that I'm straight. Right. Like, yeah. Or talk about <laughs> sex or, or talk about my sex life, yeah. you know, or any of that. It's like, that's nobody's business. That's I, my private life. I saw a guy and, almost got his ass beat for being inappropriate in public a couple days ago. Right. I it's went, disgusting. I went to, uh, this Mex this new Mexican restaurant and I'm mm -hmm. waiting for my food just sitting at the bar and there's a couple eating there as well. Uh, they're eating at a table and this old man comes in with a beet red face and he walks up and he goes, he yells to the owner in the kitchen. He says, have you ever heard, Hey, have you ever heard of uh, a sex dome or something about sex? Have you ever heard of a sex dome? I thought he said, and I'm just like listening. I'm like, what the fuck? And the owner goes, no, man, I never heard of that. And then he talks to the owner's wife, who's working the register. Have you ever heard of a sex dome? And she goes, no, no, ha ha. And he's like, well, you're in for a real treat. <laughs> and I'm like, what oh my the God. fuck? And this, this guy's like 70, 70, 75, and just pro probably a drunk and just a twig, probably like six foot something yeah. then he turns around and he walks over to the couple eating which is like a couple maybe in their 40s big ass corn-fed dude and a beautiful wife and he's eating a big ass burrito like the biggest burrito they got and she's eating like tacos or something and he goes oh man you got to be hungry to eat that burrito i could eat that burrito for two or three meals and the guy goes okay man move along and then goes right. back to his food and starts eating. And the old man stands there and keeps talking to him and pushing buttons and talking shit. And just My God. the guy goes, dude, I told you to get on with it. Go away. And the old man's like, I'm not doing anything. I don't need to go away. And he stands up and kicks his chair back and he gets in his face and backs him up to the door. And he's like, you need to He starts seething. He's, he's like, like this. And I see the fucking hatred and just craziness in his eyes. And he's like. Leave me the F alone or you're going to get knocked the F out, old man. <laughs> and the old man just finally stopped and walked out and waited outside. And then I walked over and I was like, dude, thank you for not knocking the shit out of that old man. That would have been 
terrible and he, he i heard him he was being inappropriate and a, a retard and he's like oh yeah man <laughs> and he was like what's your name oh and like all cool totally <laughs> fine and i was like holy shit dude thank you for not knocking him out would not be worth it but you cannot but the point is being inappropriate even in that way of just talking about sex in a place where it's like we're not your friends we're not buddy buddy shut the hell up that's inappropriate yeah. uh, we're trying to have lunch uh is still alive and well in america <laughs> in some places yeah. i guess right i know it's just i i don't i don't understand the whole push towards this um it has to do with actually charged environments i think it's just psychology and it is tearing us apart that's all it is yeah it's it's absolutely crazy but the bottom line is we've got criminals running our government we do this is just an example of it this story reminds me i need to change the gender fluid in my car (laughs) (laughs) it is starting to sound a little whiny (laughs) (laughs) starting to squeal (laughs) <laughs> oh shit i'm gonna have to add that to my list when somebody's like i don't know what's wrong with my car I'd be like if you check the gender fluid in it it goes in next to the windshield wiper fluid <laughs> exactly or whatever the blinker fluid you just you open the 710 cap <laughs> stick your finger in there and check your gender fluid oh my gosh Oh, shit. Um, Elon Musk's Twitter team begins the process of reinstating 62,000 suspended accounts this week. So we'll see what that happens, what happens there. If you guys get back on Twitter, you can follow us. So, okay, and I, I was reading this, and I was like, ooh, this is kind of nice. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, but it's only for accounts. The 62,000 accounts that he's reinstating are mm-hmm. ones that have followers of 10,000 people or more. Oh, I don't meet that. Damn it. Oh. So, what the fuck? Yeah. Huh. That's what it is. So if your account, if your suspended account had under 10,000 followers, you're not getting reinstated. Dang it. I think I only I, had like five, between 5 and 10. Like maybe. Yeah. Like, I think that's when my first account got that's where i was at i think was a couple of thousand people but not it wasn't 10 so my account won't be and i don't know where josh was at i think josh might have been over that but i'm not 100 percent sure i don't remember so we'll see if josh is i want to say he was man he had such a huge following a couple years ago two three years ago yep so but um i do still have my current twitter account Good. I wonder if they're going to turn off the uh, IP tracking that they use to monitor that as well. I don't know. I have no idea. Good question. We'll have to see. They're making a lot of changes constantly, yeah. so it's it's evolving quickly. I, I know that I had to use a different, a completely different phone, so I I couldn't redo my Twitter thing until I got a new phone. I can only do it on the computer because they track your if they suspend your, your account and use start a new one they track the ip address on your phone mm-hmm. and then they shut you down yeah they ban each the, the actual device yeah terrible yeah um so. let's see what else is going on in twitter world Twitterverse. Yeah. Oh, twitter verse they're gonna stop enforcing their covid19 misleading information policy yeah the fauci so. bullshit stuff is going out the window which is good yep 
And there's not too much to that other than they're not going to be enforcing their COVID-19 bullshit anymore. So that's nice. Right. All right. This was interesting. I want to pull this one up. We're going to Arizona here for this bit of news. Um, the postmillennial.com reported that Arizona County faces suit from Katie Hobbs for refusal to certify election results. Yep. Chair of Mojave Jeez. County Board of Supervisor Ron Gold said that he was voting to certify the 2022 general election under duress. Quote, I have no choice but to vote I or I'll be arrested and charged with a felony. We watched that video last night and what a disgrace. Let's I want to read a little bit of this article. Arizona's Chanchis County. Cochise. Huh? Cochise. Cochise? Yeah. Oh my god. Cochise County. Arizona's Cochise County has refused to certify their election results in the 2022 midterm elections and is now facing a lawsuit by Secretary of State and gubernatorial hopeful Katie Hobbs. Hobbs, who narrowly defeated Republican Carrie Lake in the race for Arizona's governor in an election riddled with problems, asked a judge on Monday to order Cochise County to officials to certify the election, which she claimed is an obligation under Arizona law. State election officials threatened that a lawsuit would be filed if Monday's deadline for the election to be certified in all countries in Arizona was not, according to News 12. Officials in the county refused to certify the 2022 election, which would have the Democrats win the U.S. Senate seat, the governor's mansion, and other statewide races. Two Republican county supervisors delayed the canvas vote until Friday when they requested to hear additional concerns over the certification of ballot tabulators. State Elections Director Corey Lorick said in a letter last week that, by law, Hobbs is required to approve the statewide canvas by next week, and Cochise County votes would be excluded if they are not received in time, which could flip at least two close races, one a U.S. seat and another for state school school's chief, from Republican to Democrat, of course. Yep. Hobbs' lawsuit request that the requests that the Cochise County Supervisor Court Superior Court order officials to certify by Thursday and that failing to certify would undermine the will of the county's voters. Quote, and so further confusion and doubt about the integrity of Arizona's election system. Lawyers in several counties warned the supervisors that they could face criminal charges for failing to carry out their obligations as Arizona law requires county officials to approve the election canvas. This is bogus, but okay. Earlier in that day, chair of the Mojave County Board of Supervisors Ron Gould said that he was voting to certify the 2022 election under duress. I have no choice but to vote I or I'll be arrested and charged with a felony. We saw the video last night. Maricopa, Maricopa County, Arizona's most populous jurisdiction, voted anonymously, unanimously to certify the election canvas on Monday, despite dozens of residents speaking out about their concerns, concerns such as printer malfunctions. According to The Hill, Board Chairman Bill Gates acknowledged the Election Day printer malfunctions and said the, boards, the board would conduct an even deeper dive to fix the problem. Let me be abundantly clear, there, have been, there has never been a perfect election. <clears throat> and this was not a perfect election. There were issues, but we were transparent about that. This guy's a damn crook. Mojave County last week delayed its certification in protest of the Maricopa, Maricopa malfunctions, but voted unanimously to certify the election Monday afternoon. Under duress! At least he put that out there so that if something ever comes back, 
then people know that the decision was made under duress. Well, it gets thrown out the window immediately. You can't have a contract under duress. It voids it immediately. But you're talking about people who don't follow the law to begin with. I know. And so that's the problem that we run into is that people are like, oh, well, this isn't valid. Well, yeah, in a normal circumstances, you're absolutely right. But when you've got a bunch of criminals and thieves and crooked politicians running things that don't follow the law that it's written as it is. Bill Gates. Yeah. Then what hope do you have? Because they're just going to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, so this is not good for Arizona, and I expect some big news here in the next couple of days of this. I, I think it's all going to fizzle out. I think it's going to. think so, huh? Got just a, a big push, just cycle. like they. Yep, I think it's going to be a big push. You're going to hear about it for a little bit, maybe even through the end of the year, and by the beginning of next year, it'll all just disappear. Oh, I hope you're wrong, but you know what? You're not wrong. That's what happened often. last time. That's what happened last time. So, yeah, you could be right. I hope not, but... I don't expect anything different this time. This is such a huge, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, here's an example of one of the people that was standing up and speaking up about the issues that they faced in Arizona. And this one kind of struck a chord with me. It was pretty deep. I'm from Goodyear. And I was a marshal at this last uh, election. But prior to even having November 8th, when I went to training, as we were practicing on the tabulators, they didn't even work on that day. We were given different ballots, and as you scan the ballots, they're supposed to have a certain code on there, and none of them worked. I think maybe one out of how many tries we did, he kept saying, oh, it's supposed to give this code. So they didn't even work when we were training. On um, election day, few minutes after the first person comes up to get their scan, scan their ballots, misread, 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 turn it over, misread. And that's how we it happened for the whole entire day. We also had an incident where our, our scanners lost power. We didn't realize when they set them up, they didn't turn them on. They didn't chart. They didn't have the, uh, the power strip on. So two hours into it, our our scanners went down, it took about 30 minutes for them to reboot and so we were able to to scan. I was able to keep people at the polling place because I told them stay, stay there. But I know, you know, with with everything that you're you're hearing, all the testimony, I know what I what I'm saying is probably just going to be dropped into bin number three as I'm dropping the the report. This this election report is going right into bin number three, you know, because the the thing of it is we 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 are living in perilous times. This is a battle of good and evil. You can sit you can sit as lords over us, and I hope that anybody that's running for a position um, in politics would would get it through their heads that when they're elected, they're not gods over us. They are they are elected as and your servants to us, we the people. And there will come a day when you will sit before a higher judge. You will sit before a higher judge and you will be held accountable for your role in what's been going on for the deception and mocking God with calling evil good and good evil. Thank you. Amen, sister. How about that? I love that. I was like, yes, accountability. You're right. Unfortunately, what she's talking about, you know, is not accountability during this lifetime. No, this is... And that's not what we get to see, I don't think. No, maybe not, but... 
and they do. They think they're gods that rule over literally, us. Literally. And, and don't for a second confuse that with them thinking there are leaders. No. They think that they have the right to choose how we live our life, whether we live or die. They believe they have they should have the ability to turn us on and off at will. Exactly. They do not they they believe that they are the ultimate high power. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that there is a God. They don't believe what we believe. They believe that they are gods. And that's the bottom line. It's true. And they, so they've got like a God complex. The elite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So crazy. And so that's the world that we live in. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? We got Joe Biden punched the looming rail strike to Congress after the deal failed. So that's falling apart. And uh, Joe Biden has pushed it over to Congress to figure it out, which he says, I, I am calling on Congress to pass legislation immediately to adopt the tentative agreement between railroad workers and operators without any modification or delay. To avert a potentially crippling nation national rail shutdown, Biden wrote in a statement issued by the White House. Biden admitted in the statement his advisors and cabinet officials believed there was no path to resolve the dispute at the bargaining table, despite his and his administration's best efforts. Nearly 7,000 freight trains could be idled by December 9th if an agreement is not reached, costing oh businesses up to $2 billion per day. Oh, my God. So I don't know how this is going to look. It sounds to me like he's trying to nationalize the rail system. <laughs> which would be um devastating yeah. so and i don't know I, I honestly i don't think that this is going to stop the strike from happening these people if they want to strike they're going to strike december 9th people do you know what that means it means bare like shelves at on christmas that's what it means so Make sure you guys are preparing for uh, a tightening supply, a dwindling of the supply chain and the infrastructure even, which means power outages and these sorts of things. And then when we do have power outages, after we live in this state of we can't get goods to and fro different states and from Mm -hmm. port to store or warehouse to store or from factory to warehouse or whatever, any part of this thing breaks down, our shelves become emptier and emptier and it takes longer and longer to get things. So um, a, a, there's a windstorm and a branch falls on a power line down your street. You might have to wait a really, really long time for that to get fixed in Biden's America in the future. So make sure you guys are preparing. I'm, we're already starting to see it in, in places. You know, I had in my vehicle, the computer system in mm-hmm. my vehicle died and um we had to order a new one. Mm-hmm. We could take it to the repair shop. It took two months to get the stupid thing in. Mm-hmm. I've been without a vehicle for pretty much most of the summer. Wow! <laughs> and I'm like, I finally told my husband, I was like, dude, I got to get my, my vehicle back. <laughs> I'm like, it's winter time, you know? And uh, so, yeah, it's where I supply chain disruptions are already affecting us big time yeah and you're just not seeing it in your everyday items um 
like your bread and your milk. And I mean, some places are, yeah. but for the most part, we where you're here. finding it in. We, we ran out of stuff over the holiday weekend here. Yeah. We yeah. were, we planned ahead and got all of our stuff early. So, well, not we personally, we had everything, but I'm saying the store was missing some items. Yeah, I don't know where our stores were at as far as their stuff goes. I avoid that like the plague. I hate grocery shopping. So. I don't blame you. Public it's is terrible. scary. <laughs> it is. I'm like, do not take me grocery shopping. That's like, you know, walking me into hell or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. Um, onward here. Let's talk about what's going on in the world. Uh a Dutch government to shut down 3,000 farms to comply with global warming goals as food prices see highest increases increase in decades. Can you believe this? This is just an attack on good food, and they're hiding this behind global warming. I honestly feel like they're trying to kill everybody. I'm not kidding. They are. They are. I think that's exactly what they're trying their, to do. Or creepy, their creepy literature talks about it, too, of, you know... Um, the great reset stuff and all this is like people are gonna they want to reduce the population and starvation is going to be the main factor for a lot of people yeah and then you see them doing stuff like this and you think they're really doing well, it and the one thing that they talk about in this article mm -hmm. that i thought was the most telling even though there's part of it that they leave out is that the netherlands government mm -hmm. is planning to buy and close down these 3,000 farms. Mm -hmm. um, so they're offering them money. It says the government will conduct a compulsory purchase um, and a one-time offer. Farmers will be offered a deal well over the value of the farm, according to the government plan. She asserted there is no better offer coming. So what they're, what they're telling you is you're either going to be forced into selling to them and you're going to take the money or they're going to claim imminent domain confiscate your property and your farm and kick you off and you have no money so these people are stuck between a rock and a hard place you either accept well over the value so they're like this is happening people i don't think that unless people stand unless all three thousand of those farms say no we're not taking your money and you can have our land over our dead body. I really don't think, because even if you have one person cave in that scenario, it sets up a precedent creating failure for everybody else. Hmm. So pretty scary stuff. And people in the Netherlands are going to suffer drastically and tragically because of this stuff. Yeah, and this is happening not just in... And it has the potential to come here, too. All of this I mean, stuff that's happening worldwide has the potential to come here. We're not farms, careful. Our farms have been under attack for decades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm anticipating this here, too. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Terrible, man. Crazy. And then in London, mm -hmm. their mayor, corrupt, crooked mayor unveils a crippling vehicle emission charge for all of London, despite 80% opposition. Really? So, so a tax on if you have a gas car or something? Yep. So they have what is known as a low emission zone, and they're changing this to become a ultra 
low emission zone. So <laughs> you you're gonna they're gonna pay twelve. And right? holding your breath. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. So they're oh, gonna charge man. twelve twelve point five pounds, which I think is don't quote me on this exactly, but it's about fifteen ish dollars okay. a day per day for driving the most polluting vehicles. So um they're extending the area that this goes out and they're gonna there's also if you don't pay this, mm-hmm. then there's a penalty for non-payment that is currently at 160 160 pounds, but they're increasing it to 180 pounds, um, and you get that cut in half if you pay that fine within 14 days. So if you don't pay your 1250 pounds a day or 15 dollars a day yes. for this, then they charge you you know 180 dollars or 180 pounds this is ridiculous it's a fine for basically only and guess what it's every single day of the week except for christmas you can pollute for free on christmas oh good (laughs) what the hell merry christmas merry christmas everybody what the h man right and full speed it's just it's a tax is what it is oh yeah and it's supporting this global warming narrative that's bullshit yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of money that is a I'm ton not. of money and thinking about that 15 dollars a day you're talking 500 plus a month 400 450 dollars 450 dollars yeah 450 a month just Appro- approximately that's us dollars that's so. like more than the car value yeah. after a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. Well, that's more than most people's car payments. Yeah. I mean, depending on what kind of car you have. But, Wild. So, or right about, or it's like having a second car payment. It's like my shitty car, that would pay for my shitty car in a matter of months. Just mm-hmm. that tax. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my and they're car's forcing, not that and people don't have a People don't have a choice. So you want to go to work? It takes some years, but still. Wow. Yeah, so that is also something else that could come to the U.S. Because what are they doing? They're pushing electric vehicles, right? We do have that here. We have that shit. In Washington State, they're talking about um, all kinds of weird stuff like this. And, like, like, like we put a gas, uh, not a, yeah, we put a propane stove in. And they they have like this ESG green score, and you have to meet a certain number. So if you put in a natural or a propane uh, fireplace, they take away half a point. So you have to make up for that by being green somewhere else in your what? in your house, like like more insulation or more efficient toilet, like low flow toilets or a better water heater that's more efficient. Like they totally control the. And you have to do this. You stuff. have to do it. Yeah. Or also for like spe- building codes? Yeah. Oh damn, your state's more communist than I thought. Yeah, it's straight up commie, Washington state. Could you believe that? I would that be shit? like F U. You can't. They won't approve your building. They force you. Yeah, it's and that's what they do. Thing. This is how they get you. Yep. <laughs> they make it really complex and drawn out in order to fight back. 
Welcome to the Communist States of America. Can you believe it? Oh, this is not the America we grew up in. Nope. It's not the America I wouldn't leave to my child either. Mm-mm. If we're being quite frank. I, uh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to leave this world to Kevin. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Everybody misses Kevin. I miss Kevin. Oh, well, yeah. He's doing good. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous, though. And that's the things that we're looking at facing here. Um, yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy. The people in Iran aren't happy. They've been protesting for months now, I think. And uh, the insider report, insider paper reported that at least 448 people have been killed in Iran protest crackdown, according to a rights group. Yeah, things are really destabilizing. That's a lot. In, uh, That's the Middle a East. Ton. So sad. This is disgusting. Um, and then somebody tweeted this. Asians Liberty on uh, Twitter tweeted this. So I will say this is unverified. I haven't verified it anywhere else. But they tweeted that there were tanks spotted last night in in Zhuzhou City in China. Hmm. Probably because of the protests happening there where yep. the people are protesting for freedom, freedom yep. of speech, freedom of everything. Um, but it's being boiled down to, they just don't like being locked in their houses. No, it's not about just lockdowns. This is about freedom period. And people are protesting with blank sheets of paper to symbolize their lack of being heard. And well, it's, I also saw someone reporting it as small protests across China. Bullshit. Look at these. These are the locations of all the small protests. Every major city. Get the hell out of here. This is major protesting across China. And it reminds me of Tiananmen Square like we talked about yesterday. What are your thoughts here? Well, they don't they don't have any freedoms in China. None. True. The only they have their privileges, whatever privileges the, the government, the CCP wants wants to allow them. Mm-hmm. But there's no freedoms there. They don't have freedom of expression. They don't have freedom of religion. They can't. Privacy. They don't have freedom of speech. They don't have freedom of privacy. They can be monitored, tracked, chipped, you know, jailed, whatever. Whatever the government wants to do to you, the government has the right to do. And the people have no rights whatsoever. And, you know, they've unfortunately gotten to a point where trying to get that power back from the government is going to be extremely difficult. And if they, what you're going to end up seeing is like Iran, you're going to have hundreds of people dying, potentially thousands of people dying because their military is going to kill them because they've got to squash any insurrection that they have. Yes. And you're going to see a lot of people die because of this until they finally come the people come to the point where they're like there's no fighting the government we might as well just accept it yeah and i feel like it kind of is headed towards that point like if everybody in the world protested because they want freedom Mm -hmm. um i think it would come to the point where out of desperate out of out of the desperate nature of the elite they would rather go to war and just massacre everybody then give up that power. And I honestly think that would happen. And Hence why you see military equipment being rushed in because they're like, yeah. Hey, just in case, if we need to, here's the tanks, get ready to censor. 
It's the same thing here in the United States. It's really not any different. We have the True. illusion of freedom. But look at January 6th. Look what they mm-hmm. did to squash people from standing up. Look at what they're doing in Arizona. Yeah, You know, they're freedoms. forcing people to um, vote for to certify an election that they have to vote for under duress because they can't do it legitimately. Yeah. Um, you know, look at when Joe Biden comes out and says, you want to go up against your government? You'd have to have F-16s to be successful. This is the kind of tyranny we're talking about. This yeah. isn't just in China. Yeah, I'm still in the market for an F-16 if anybody has any connections. Yeah, if anybody's got an F-16 for sale, I'll take one. <laughs> I will trade. No. I'll trade lots of shells and different colored buttons. And we can <laughs> this is the, the, the point. And yeah. If you, if we try, even as Americans, if you think that you have any hope of going up against your government, you are sadly mistaken. It does not matter how many guns you have. It doesn't matter how many people you get together. The truth of the matter is, and Obama proved this when he was in office, they're going to take a drone and they're going to smoke your ass. <laughs> very well could. Yeah, and how and many, I think that's how, how they think. Americans, They're like, yeah. we're fine. We'll just send. Uh... They, yeah, they don't care. Yeah, um, I do really think. Don't. I do think it puts. I do think it does hinder their grand scheme um, when people don't comply with anything, such as lockdowns I don't and think so because nonsense. It does because it slows the economy down. It takes money out of their system. This kind of thing, but they're over. They're flooding our country with illegals from all over the world yes they are they're systematically replacing us i don't know if if people understand that or not but they're systematically replacing us like they don't care if they kill us off because they've got that's the plan a a compliant citizenry that they're importing from somewhere else i think they'll kill them too honestly in their plan I, i don't think they will i don't i think that a lot of these people um Will have lived under communism for so long and are so used to it that they don't they just don't fight back. They go with the flow. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, it's still better. It's still better than it was in Venezuela. You know, if as long as I comply with the government, I have this nice life. They let me have all the privileges. All I have to do is do what they say. You know, where um, most of your Americans are not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. You're true patriotic Americans. And so all they have to do is just replace us. It's Man, but I think they want a really low population too. They do. Sickos. Um, the Joe Biden regime is toying with making masks and social distancing a thing again. Yep, go I figure. Guess, no way in hell I'm doing that again. But, of course, they waited until after the midterms and all of this before they say this. And then on top of it, there's a new COVID vaccine that's scheduled to hit everybody's arms next year. And you're just going to have to take it. And they're pushing for they're pushing for mass vaccination again. And, of course, they're they're, killing people. Their propaganda and their agenda is. You know, ramping up all of the stuff now that the midterms are over. I think um, it's all ramping up again. I think they're yeah. in it for the long game. Just keep poisoning people every year. Yeah. This fucks up our sperm counts. This fucks up our egg production and our birthing rates. 
This is well, the long got, game in reducing population. It's what I think it and is. And you got people dropping dead left and right. You yeah, know? just. I mean, it's, it happens even here in Montana. There was yeah. a race in Bozeman over the weekend, which is one of the liberal cities, some kind yeah. of marathon thing, and somebody dropped dead during the race. So, you know, Wild. young, healthy athletes and stuff are doing that. Yeah, I won't <laughs> comply with this shit. What? So the, the last story that we have, which I thought was, it's disturbing. Yeah. Highly disturbing, but kind of funny. The uh, latest trans fad, I don't know if you've heard about this, Vince, involves no. men slicing off their shoulder width so that they can look more feminine. How do they do that? Do they cut these bones in here? I don't have any idea. But it says, you may have heard about little girls getting a double mastectomy in order to become little boys. But have you heard of shoulder reduction surgery? This is the latest transgender craze that makes males who wish to transform into females are doing. It involves the clavicle bone, okay, being surgically removed while the ends are reconnected with either a metal plate or a screw. See, I've seen skeletons. Yeah. The procedure is designed to make biological men appear more as women. And the fad is sweeping gender-affirming medicines as the latest and greatest ways for males to really turn transgender. But Male shoulders are obviously wider and larger than female shoulders. Oh, we're talking biology here. (laughs) Which means that even if a transgender removes his genitals and slaps on some fake breasts... He will still look male in his frame. Shoulder reduction surgery fixes that. Oh, my gosh. I mean. Big Mike should have got that procedure if they were trying to fool anybody. Right? Maybe they should shave their bone legs, too, and their length of their arms. And um, Yeah, they should just shave all the bones down. Less bone density. Really. I just don't get it. I seriously don't get it. Why? Oh, and how do you remove an Adam's apple? Because you might want to do that, too. Because oh, women don't have that. I mean... They just cut the end off. I, I don't even know what that is. It's kind of gross. Cartilage. I, it's, it's one of those things that kind of grosses me out, but then I'm not a man. The goozle. And if you take that out, does it affect your voice? I don't know. I think they just shave the the protruding <laughs> part of it. <laughs> I can hear you. You're, like, touching it. <laughs> but i don't you know so yeah war against women is it really a is it a war against women or is it a war against men because it seems to me like they're systematically trying to destroy the male species yeah masculinity and you know i i just i like the fact that we have men and women yeah and you know It's interesting, though, that a lot of what we see with this whole body dysmorphia, uh, psychological mess with the trans community, uh, Mm -hmm. mainly in what from what I see, uh, it's always men becoming women. You hardly do I ever see like, here's how you could be a strong man uh, and then women becoming fucking massive bodybuilders and all this stuff. Mostly the feminization of the masculine is what I see. I feel like the opposite of that it is, is not common, which I think is by design. I think they want weak, absolutely think dumb people. Yeah. yeah. 
they want they want men to be they don't want strong men and they don't want strong women and so they feminize everybody and uh it's really it's sad and it's disturbing and on a larger scale it's pretty scary because a lot of this stuff you can't reverse nope and you can't undo it once the decision is made to do this and the suicide rates for transgenders is sky high yeah and And i think a lot of that comes from regret and things like this i've heard i've heard personal accounts of that actually being the case and well and the hormones i mean mm -hmm. it, it screws you up you got to think about the chemistry that's going on in your brain. If you're a male and your body is designed to use testosterone and all of a sudden you throw, start throwing massive amounts of estrogen and progesterone in there, that's going to fuck up your brain. And then you start watching housewives and stuff. Yeah. Well, your brain isn't going to know what to do with it. And so your automatic, your body's going to automatically fight this. Um, yes. And then you're going to start watching the real housewives of Jersey or whatever. Jersey housewives. It's a, it's a huge problem. And I, you know, I see it here. Uh, that's for sure. Not so oh, much. We see, I think you see it everywhere. Yeah. It's really bizarre and creepy. Part of their, I think it's part of their psychological game they're playing with our, with our um, families, with our lives, with our communities. Yeah. Sick. I mean, yeah. This, I mean, this has impacted people's lives here. Like, I know people whose kids are like, I'm trans, or I'm this, or I'm a dog, or whatever the hell things they're identifying with. Um, so I think a lot of people are like, they hear these things and they're like, Yeah, I know, I'm living it. Yep. And this is the thing that they're pushing in public schools, you know, is this inclusivity, um, diversity, equity and inclusion of everybody, your friend, you know, your children are told that everybody's your friend and the lies and stuff. And unless parents are combating that at home. Yeah. and, And let's face it, most parents are simply too busy. True. You got parents that are working, both parents that are working full-time jobs, sometimes more than one job, you know, and then you have sports and after school curricular activities. Yeah, and you still there's have just to, not enough know. time in a day. No, there's not. And so, you know, families get what? Maybe an hour or two together as a family. Every Probably. Week. Well, because even the weekends know. are spent just run, 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 go, 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 go. It's probably a low number. You know? Yeah. I would guess. And yeah, they're absolutely slaves to the system. And then you factor in split families to that with divorced mom and moms and dads. And they're not even spending, you know, go to dad, go to mom, go to dad, go to mom. It's It's no wonder that we're seeing the mental illness crisis that we're seeing in this country. Yeah. I mean, health man i need to get back on track here i need to get like i want to be the optimal healthiest i could be i have been slacking a little bit so i hope you all are keeping that in mind too with your diets keeping that junk out of your system and drinking water and um, Mm -hmm. taking vitamins and exercising 
and uh, loving your family and loving your friends and enjoying life even though we're living in these troubling times um, because we're going to need every ounce that we can to get through it, I think. Uh, yeah, there's really, we go through the news and there's not a lot of great news uh, these days, is there? And I'm sorry to be the bearer of doom and gloom, but I think that's maybe part of the reason why I'm here on the Red Pill Project, Josh's platform, where he's no bullshit. Um, because let's face it, y'all, this is, this is getting crazy and it has been for a while. So prepare yourselves. Don't be victims of the crazy. Continue to speak truth and stick by what's right. And everything's going to be okay. I hope. And you're the best. I love you to death. Thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, we're going to continue on with our week tomorrow's hump day and we'll be back bright and early 830 a.m. Pacific to go over the news once again. Uh, if you guys didn't catch it, Josh was on a uh, coast to coast a.m. last night, coast to coast a.m. dot com. If you want to go figure out uh, if they posted that, I don't know when they when they'll upload it, but they should upload it today. And uh, I watched most of it, but I could not stay awake for the life of me. I actually fell asleep. Uh, but Josh was on Coast to Coast AM, so if you want to go seek that out, check it out. Um, and then he'll be live tonight with the Daily Dose, so get ready for that at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Other than that, y'all, we'll see you soon. Take care. God bless. Godspeed. Hey, guys.